Welcome back for another edition of Hashtag Alfredo Excellence. And with me as always, Dr. Kenneth Estes, Alfredo ISD Superintendent. And we're getting off to a little bit of a late start this week. Uh, it's Tuesday afternoon, and usually this is a Monday morning kind of a thing. So we're a little bit late. We apologize, but uh, we'll get you as much info as we can and then hopefully uh, get this out quickly. So uh, we'll start with... COVID, our COVID-19 update, and you know, we talked about how great it was last week that it was zeros across the board, but we knew coming out coming out of spring break, there it may take a, a few days for things to start coming in, and, and they did. We had three, three active cases on the, the chart that went out yesterday, and while it's three more than we had last week, we're still holding pretty steady in, in single digits for the third straight week, and uh, can't complain about the, about those numbers, and just to Again, we sound like a broken record every week, but just the the persistence amongst among educators and just to make sure everything is is being done accordingly and appropriately as, as far as protocols go. And uh, just hats off to everybody. It's not that doesn't happen without without people following the guidelines and protocols we put out. And we have more of our educators getting the vaccination, which is important to us. One of the big goals, obviously, is to protect our scholars, but. It's really important for us to also protect our educators, and there's concerns coming into the school year of having educators in a classroom, you know, in a sense confined with with uh, scholars that could be bringing the illness into the room. And so, knowing that our educators have access to the vaccine and and to to vaccinations is really important to us. We do want to stress to everyone that is it's still critical for us to self screen before coming in. And we know that in several situations this school year that self-screening would have helped us not have to quarantine a large number of scholars or adults. And so we want to just want to be careful, uh, even though we don't have near as many cases and we have more people getting vaccinated, we do want to make sure that everybody continues to self-screen. And like Mr. Brown said, I know I sound like a broken record about that, but every morning I still do it just because, you know, I'm asking everyone else to, and it helps make sure that we keep everyone safe. All right, very good. And then also, moving on, some other good news. Our wig got off to a slow start here in the spring. Uh, we hit the we hit that winter weather, and it kind of that's where we kind of bottomed out a little bit. But ever since then, the the last couple weeks of February, the so far into March, we've been looking pretty good. You know, we took a little bit of a step back last week with spring break, which we expected. You know, we were still over a hundred for spring break. But uh, this week, back over the 200 threshold with 230 uh, posts. And so we're, we're back on schedule. Now it's just a matter of, of maintaining that. Uh, right now we should be at 1,800 uh, posts. We're at 1,594, so we're only 206 behind, despite really having two weeks off. So really you think about it, we should be 400 posts behind, but we're only 206. So uh, fantastic job, everybody. And again, uh, each week, it seems like I see a handful of new educators or even community members that are posting, and uh, it's, it's great to see uh, the the people that are getting involved that are new to it. You know, it, I love seeing everything from the campuses and administrators and, and the staff who have been persistent even since the fall, but uh, I get a little excited whenever I see the, the new people coming in and, and tweeting and posting on Facebook and those kind of things. It's, it's exciting to see it growing. And it's fun to see, like we shared before, but the different activities, you know, as people were talking about reading measurements and reading 
uh, different uh, problem-solving activities. That's, that's great. Uh, we were at the district golf tournament this morning watching our kids compete, and we saw one of our educators with a book there. I wish I would have snapped a picture. It would have made a, a great hashtag, Alfredo Excellence, hashtag Alfredo Reads post, but I missed it. I should have got it. But it was it's good. We see, we see a lot of going on, a lot of promoting reading and literacy. And that's another thing. You never know when an opportunity is going to pop up to find something to, to post about. You know what? Like you said, we – we saw uh, Miss Hernandez this morning at the golf tournament. And we we're like, oh, she had a book in her lap as we we're going by her. And we're like, should we turn around? No, we're fine. We're not going to bug her. And then this weekend, you know, took uh, took my daughter to watch the baseball game and soccer game and uh, took her book inside with her. And so we snapped a picture Saturday, and I had my son pick, uh, grab a picture of her on Thursday, Friday at the soccer game. And so uh, you never know when those opportunities are, are going to find you. You don't have to go out and find that opportunity sometimes, but sometimes they come and find you. And so uh, just be on the lookout for it. And remember, hashtag Alvarado Excellence and hashtag Alvarado Reads. On the book that Miss Hernandez had was a book that Miss uh, Wood recommended to me uh, oh, yeah. that was recommended to her by Miss Brooks. So it's <laughs> it's kind of neat to see educators uh, sharing uh, some of the book, same books or reading some of the same books. And uh, whether it's for enjoyment or if it's uh you know to learn and grow as an educator last week we told you that the winter guard were having their championships last saturday and they did and they were highly successful no surprise there from anybody that knows anything about uh dr murr or mr rendum you know they strive for alvarado excellence and and they did exactly that over the weekend as uh, the junior high spirit squad finished third overall and had their highest score of the season with an 85, and that's after not being able to compete the last time. So, I mean, that's only their second competition this spring, and to bring in an 85 and a third-place finish is quite impressive. And another thing for a group of kids that don't have much experience, they're just in junior high, and some of those are seventh graders who have never done it before. So uh, congratulations to the Spirit Squad there at the junior high. Alvarado High School winter guard. Uh, scored a 90.095 and took third place out of, I think you said it was 32 teams. 35, 35 I believe. Teams. Yeah. So third place out of a total of 35 teams. Uh, very impressive there from the high school winter guard. And uh, Dr. Murray made a point to say, you know, getting over, scoring over 90 is very difficult. And so for them to, to get over 90 was very good. And then AIS buddies took first place. We went and watched them last Wednesday as they were doing their yeah. recording and, it's just uh, inspiring, I guess, to to see those kids go out there and compete because they're not just they're not just out there having fun, but they they know they're competing, and uh, so it was good to to see them and then also see how the the color guard girls that help how they interact with them and then also how Dr. Murr coaches them. You know, it's not just hey here's a, here's a flag go out there and do something. I mean, she, you know, one of them was supposed to do some kind of a, a dance routine and she's like, remember in the jun- at the junior high you what you did there and. He's like, yeah, he nodded his head. And so it's uh, it's good. It's awesome to see that interaction between those groups. And then uh, Drumline closed out the night on Saturday with a 77.10, which was good enough for second place uh, for the Drumline. So uh, congratulations to everybody. And, uh, again, no surprise, our, our fine arts department out there uh, doing such a, fant- such a fantastic job. And, th- and they were great performances. If you missed them, they were a lot of fun. Our- you know, obviously you see the excellence and effort in what our kids are doing and certainly in our coaches and directors. But, man, it's just a – it's a it's great uh, performance. Uh, Dr. 
um, Murr, uh, Coach Smith, others that were involved, did a phenomenal job of, of choosing uh, what the focus of our routine would be. And you missed out if you didn't get to see it in, in person. I think there's some videos on social media you really need to watch. Uh, the excellence is, is everywhere in, in both show or in all the shows. And so, and as you say on the buddies, I, I know we talked about it for a long time last week, and I don't want to belabor the point, but, man, the growth of that program and where they – have come from the beginnings of uh, the, the start of the program by Dr. Murr. They're doing so many more uh, diverse activities. And so I, I was impressed and, and surprised by, by some of it. So really appreciate all the effort that goes into it. And Dr. Murr, she does not expect a lot out of, she does not just expect a lot out of her, her kids or scholars, but also, if you go to watch their practice, she's going to expect a little something out of you, too. Cause we're, we were invited Friday to go watch. In case we weren't able to go Saturday, she invited a, the administrators and anybody who wanted to to go check them out during their class time on Friday. And so we're sitting there, and they run through it twice. And it's like, hey, great job. Y'all did good. And, you know, getting ready to leave. And she goes, well, why don't y'all tell us, why don't y'all tell us what y'all thought? And uh, I guess there was about seven or eight of us that all, all had to, to speak and uh Somehow I got to go first after <laughs> I guess second after Mr. Dietz, but yeah. uh, it was a you know she's a she's a go getter and she has expe- she has high expectations not just from her scholars but from herself and from the others around her she uh, she definitely pushes the pushes the envelope when it comes to the to the Alvarado excellence and and like you said I think pushes is right she has high standards and she demands it of everyone around her in, in a collegial and, and teamwork way and. It was fun. I, I appreciate her giving us the opportunity. She may not ask me to speak again, but uh, I appreciate her giving us the opportunity. Certainly switched right back into coach mode. And it's just you get fired up watching them. I mean, it's it's hard not to be really proud of what occurs in our winter guard programs. And so I, I just couldn't be more proud. All right, and then last week the uh, junior high choir and band had their UIL competitions and uh, junior high choir is still waiting on results. I believe theirs was virtual. They did the recording last week, still waiting on results. But uh, junior high band, uh, Miss White and Miss Wilson uh, took the band down to Glen Rose and just, I don't know what, if there was one one adjective that you could use, I guess was impressive. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if that does it justice. But they, uh, they were spectacular. Uh, both bands came back with straight ones in the concert portion and the sight reading portion. So both bands – earned the sweepstakes award and uh congratulations to them and, and again that's a that's at the junior high where you know you have the kids that they started in sixth grade but even last year they didn't get the full year of sixth grade and you know in sixth grade band it's not the you're not there for the full period either you're there for half the period so to grab those kids and and meld them with those seventh graders seventh and eighth graders and it's just a, a great job there by those two especially you know miss white miss wilson i know others go down there and help out uh, Miss Fisher and, and Mr. Rindum and, and Mr. Uh, Alexander. Mr. Alexander, he was there. But yeah. uh, just a over overall, just a, a fantastic job, and excited for those kids because it gets them not just excited now, but hey, you know we're, we're pretty good. We're gonna go. To, we know we can go to high school and, and do this again, and and it just kind of feeds into the high school program. So congratulations to everybody involved there. I'd be shocked if our two junior high bands uh, couldn't beat some high school varsity bands, uh, yeah. and I mean that it's not being biased. I mean, they are fantastic. I turned to uh, the people that were sitting with me, and I said, you know, I always say this about Mr. Dietz. He chooses this high-level music and then challenges our kids, and then they go out and perform and do extremely well. 
well, you saw that also with what our junior high kids were able to do. And I said, you know, they're just showing off now. I mean, they're, they're, they're not just winning competitions. They're, they're you know, and to me, dominating the competition because of what they can do. And then, once again, it's, it's, there's talent there, no doubt about it, but there's a lot of hard work that goes into that, a lot of practice, a lot of lessons, and kudos to our, our band program, our fine arts programs, because they are excelling right now. And, and speaking of the high school t- program and, and Mr. Dietz, they have their UIO competitions this week. They'll be in Glenrose on Thursday. The symphonic band goes at 3.30, and then the honors, honors band goes at 5. And, you know, talking to him last week on Friday after watching the color guard practice, and I uh, asked him if he was he was ready and excited for this week. He goes, oh, yeah, we're ready. And I said, is that a – I told him, I said, you're really kind of excited about it. He's, I said, was that a ready to get it over with so you can move on to concert stuff, you know, end of the year concert stuff, and – or is that a, a ready because I want to go show off? He goes, oh, we're going to go show off. <laughs> he said, we are. He said, we're really good. And he said, if it's, he said, no, this is me personally. He said, I know I'm their director and anything. But he said, as far as concert goes, there's not another, there's not another 4A band that's our equal in our area. And I was like, all right, there you go. And he said, our, he said, our honors band is real good. He said, but our symphonic band, the music they're playing is stuff that other honors bands from around our area will not even try. He said, "It's it's really exciting, man. He was he was pumped up. He looked he looked like a coach that had knew he was about to go on a run of winning like four or five state championships. <laughs> you know, that's what he looked like. And so, uh, good luck to them this week as, as they go down to Glenrose. And I know he's excited. And he's just he looked kind of I don't know if the right word would be giddy or what it what it is, but he's he's excited about this week. He's ready to get down there and, and show off a little bit. Well, you know, he was there Saturday too, cheering on the winter guard at the competition." You walk in, you expect to see some of the familiar faces, some of the parents uh, that we see at every event. And, by the way, Alvarado travels well for Winter Guard. I, I guarantee you we probably had twice as many uh, community members, parents, uh, educators there supporting our Winter Guard as any other program. But, you know, you saw uh, Mr. Dietz there, Dr. Nunez was there on a Saturday, you know, took time away, you know, on their Saturday. They didn't have to be there, not required to show up. But they're there cheering on, you know, our – our programs and appreciate that. And now some more, I mean, there's just, we're just jam packed full of great news. Yeah. This it, week, it, it really, this, you know, last week, this weekend, right now, uh, today we saw great stuff. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's been a lot of fun. And so we're going to, we'll end the week with a, with a three day weekend. How do you, how do you do that? You go from all this great stuff happening. They're like, you know what? Y'all are so great. Let's just give you a three day weekend. <laughs> Well, you but, uh, know, when we say three-day weekend, sometimes, you know, even I forget that we have a lot of our educators. Obviously, a lot of people do work at home. Uh, we're not trying to push that or encourage it, but right. we know a lot of educators take stuff home. We all do. But some of our educators have responsibilities over the three-day weekend. They all, they'll have competitions. And I know on uh, Friday we're hosting the one-act play by district around. And, and then we're also – we got baseball going on, softball probably – so we got a lot going on. I know you'll cover that in the other podcast, but it's it, you know our educators never stop. Our no, they don't. Scholars don't, uh, never stop either. And so three day weekend this weekend, no school for anybody on Friday, unless you're involved in in an extracurricular that may have something going on. But uh, and then the following weekend is also a three day weekend for our scholars, as uh, they'll be out that Monday uh, for some staff development for our educators on the twelfth. But uh, Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your long weekend and, and get some rest if you're able to. And uh, 
have fun, see some family on Easter, and, and then come back Monday and get ready to hit the road. And we got we're winding down now. We got about a month and about two months left, a little less than two months, which seems hard to believe. But uh, you talked to us in August and tell us we'd get to to April without really having any kind of major disruptions. I probably would have called you a liar, <laughs> <laughs> right? But uh, but we've done it now. We just got about a month month and three quarters ready yeah. left to go. But uh, an exciting time here as we end the school year. But uh, three day weekend this weekend. Have some fun. Get some rest. Relax. Have some uh, have some fun with the family, and then I come back and we'll be in April and and ready to go. And then our weekly schedule, not a whole lot this week actually. Uh, Thursday, April first, high school symphonic band three thirty, high school honors band at five o'clock for their UIL concert and sight reading in Glenrose, and then softball is back at it with district play. They are playing Venus at home at five thirty and seven. And then Friday, we are hosting the uh, one-act play by district. And that will, the two schools that advance out of the three, I believe it's going to be Alvarado, Life Waxhatchee, and then Ferris. And of those three, the top two will advance to the regional uh, competition because there is no area competition this year for our district. And then baseball uh, will continue district play at Venus at noon on Friday, and that's just a varsity game. And we... Did you want to share the late-breaking golf news, or were you saving that for the other podcast? Yeah, we can certainly do that real quick. Uh, we, we we just want to commend our our uh, coach, uh, Dixon, and the golf team for their uh, efforts to, over the last couple of days. Today was windy, a little tougher conditions, but we got the honor to see a little bit of that action today and find out that uh, I'm not just the worst golfer amongst my friends, but I'm also not any uh, – I'm certainly – all the Alredo golfers are better than I am too. So it was it was fun to watch that we got some quality golfers out there, and we uh, had a team place third, right? The the girls team placed third. Only the top two go to regionals, but the team got third. They all got third place medals. So congratulations to them. You know it. You know you don't get to go to regional, but third place, you're 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 going home with a medal around your neck. Yeah, and all Fantastic the other job, all, all the other sports, you get to advance. So it's right. not, it doesn't seem right, but. Right, most definitely. And we also had, uh, on the girls' side, a district champion. Uh, Chandler Clay took first place uh, on the, the girls' side, and so congratulations to her. She will be the lone uh, Alvarado representative at the regional tournament uh, here in a couple weeks. So congratulations to, to the girls' team and Chandler Clay. And then also uh, Coach Tyler Dixon, you know, another – we had a, a really several of these this year, another first-year right, yeah. head coach, you know, same thing with baseball – boys soccer, all first-year head coaches. And so uh, uh, congratulations to him as a uh, represented Alvarado well over there in Mansfield today. And, and, you know, like I said, I know we're covering some of the stuff uh, on the in the other podcast. We also had a power lifter that did well at state, finished in the top 15, I think 11th. And so uh, shout out uh, to the, our powerlifting team, boys powerlifting team, for the efforts uh, down at the state meet. So we're proud of them. And uh, I know that I'm not sure when you'll get the podcast out, but – our girls compete tonight in Birdville uh, in the second round, the area round of the girls' soccer playoffs. So excited to see them take on Argyle. It is exciting. They, they had a, a huge win last week. And uh, it would be, be really good for Coach Horner to, to get back, get past this little, this little monkey called the second round. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm excited for their opportunity and for her and, uh, just seeing how how deep into the playoffs this team can go because they're they're talented. 
They're certainly talented, and we were really impressed. I'll be honest, it was nice to go sit and relax at a game because <laughs> they had that, that game in control early. Yes, they did. And uh, Just another little quick one is uh, boys soccer uh, took a tough loss Friday, won nothing, but uh, nothing – Nothing to hold your head down about uh, as far as the game went. You know, playing the number six team in the state, uh, losing one nothing on a, on a goal that you look at it and I don't know. I have to get a physics teacher to tell me how that goal, how that ball right. got between the goalie and the and the post because yeah. I don't know how it made it in that angle, but it did. But a uh, uh, great job there by the boys and another first year head coach we just talked about. But uh, uh, just a. A great fun last couple of weeks here and, and next couple of weeks coming up here for the athletics department and fine arts department. It's just really exciting right now to be an Indian. And if you know, you gotta love Alvarado because no matter what what area, whether you know, hearing about the JROTC competing in robotics and and you know, just all the different organizations, academic UIL did extremely well last week. Certainly proud of them, but it's just it's a fun time, like you said. And over the next couple of weeks, you get an opportunity to see our kids compete in the district tennis tournament, district track meet. So there's still baseball, softball uh, playoffs coming. Up, you know, will be coming up. So extremely proud of the effort. And uh, junior high track is tonight. And like I said, I know you're probably trying to roll <laughs> it around this. So no, you're good. You're the, good. Keep it going. The sports, but there's a, just a lot of opportunities to watch these kids compete, and they appreciate it. I was I was sharing. Before I went over to the girls' playoff soccer game last week, I went over and watched a little Venus uh, track meet, and we had kids competing and had kids running the two mile. We were, you know, battling with Hillsboro. The last lap, we had pulled ahead, and we had someone in first, we had someone in second, and you know, I was standing on the fence cheering, you know, cheering the people on. There's like, our, that's our crazy superintendent over there, but uh, you know, our kid was in second place, beating all these kids from district schools and I say that'll you know great job great effort and he took the time to turn over and thank me <laughs> for encouraging him and I was like I would be so out of breath I couldn't even speak but uh <laughs> it just you know just proud to have the opportunity to watch our our kids and our our educators uh, do what they love and and you can certainly tell it because of the success that we have you know and you talk about the going out and watching the kids but it's good to also see the the parents, the amount of parents we see at the events today at the the golf tournament, uh, I don't know. There may have been a, a handful of heritage parents there or anything, but outside of that, the only other ones I saw were coaches and then our parents. And there right. were several sets of our parents. I mean, I, I want to say five or six, you know, sets of our parents. And so uh, it's it's great to see uh, the kids participating and the parents being involved, and it's just a a great combination. And great people because they were going back to to actually help somebody. We saw one parent <laughs> trying to keep a kid from getting injured, and right. that was our parent trying to help a kid from another school from being injured. And then uh, we saw a set of our parents going back to other holes on the course trying to find a club for uh, an opposing school uh, player that had left a club on a on a on a different hole. And so you know, yeah, it's, it's, we're we're blessed, no doubt about it. Blessed being Alvarado. All right, well, very good. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I'm sure you won't invite me back next week because I talked too much this week. So, no, you're good. Good, good stuff. All right. And until next time, hashtag Alvarito Excellence.